I'm Lisa Morehouse, and this is California Foodways. I'm traveling to every county in the state, finding stories about food, agriculture, and the people that make both possible. For today's episode, we're in Stanislaus County, just outside Modesto, for a story about baseball, a little-known religion, and a 2014 land-use fight. They're all connected to one of California's top crops, nuts. You can tell just how important nuts are to people around here by going to a minor league baseball game. The team is called the Modesto Nuts. Bob DeGrasse and Tammy Krause have season tickets in a great location. You put your beer right in the dugout, and I've got a Nuts baseball hat on, and you go, go Nuts! There's been a team in this region since the 40s. In 2005, fans voted for this name. The mascots? We have Wally Walnut and Al Amond, and now we have Shelly Pistachio. They goof around on the field between innings and pose for photos with fans. Like this row of kids wearing team caps, some with the Almond logo, some with the Walnut logo. Seven-year-old Gina Brunicki's choice has everything to do with his family's business. Because we grow almonds. And don't worry, we'll get into the great almond-almond pronunciation divide later in the story. Earlier today, Shelley the Pistachio posed for pictures at a country fair just west of Modesto in a little unincorporated farming area called Wood Colony. Ready? You throw it in the basket? You get three tries, okay? You can do it. Go. Over 1,500 people from all over the region showed up to play games, check out the latest nut harvesting machinery, and sign petitions to support Wood Colony's continued independence from Modesto. Now, not everyone agrees about the exact boundaries of Wood Colony, but in recent amendments to the Modesto General Plan, the city proposed bringing about 1,000 acres of this area under its jurisdiction. That could allow commercial development on what's now farmland. People here are adamantly opposed. Signs line roads here with slogans like, almonds, not asphalt. There's generations upon generations that grew up out here, and this is the one place where the city hasn't touched. And there's, there's, just, there's just too much history here. It just needs to be left alone. <laughs> Sherry Walker actually represents a big part of that history. She's wearing a long dress with a matching cape and a sheer bonnet over her hair. Some of the earliest founders of Wood Colony were from a religious group called Old German Baptist Brethren. They migrated from Germany to Pennsylvania in the early 1700s. They went to Indiana and Missouri and Kansas and Ohio and North Dakota and out to California. They came first to Whittier, down to Los Angeles. That's local historian Lowell Bleacher. Around 1900, a group of German Baptists, which included his grandfather, came here and started farming and planted some of the earliest nut trees. Today, about a third of Wood Colony residents are practicing German Baptists. Just a peace church, you might say, 
has has a lot of the similarities in Amish and Mennonite, but they're not historically they're not connected. One difference: the use of modern technology. Here, many German Baptists don't own TVs, but they drive cars. Oh, they use plenty of technology. <laughs> they're good farmers. I'm not saying that boastfully. Fourth-generation farmer Jake Winger gives me a quick tour of Wood Colony's orchards and farmhouses. We stop to talk under a huge walnut tree, which Winger says is California's biggest. The German Baptists are, uh, for lack of a better term, California Amish. He grew up around German Baptists. They're his neighbors and friends. By their religious guidelines, they don't get involved in local politics. Uh, they don't vote. They don't register to vote. But many of them are showing up at city council meetings along with their allies. The 99 freeway separates Wood Colony from Modesto. Jake Winger and others fear what could happen if the city claims any land across the freeway. It's the proverbial camel's nose in the tent. Camel sticks his nose in the tent, you better watch out because the rest of it's coming. He's part of a group that wrote a stamp out sprawl initiative to go on a ballot next year. They have until the 1st of October to turn in signatures, and they're hopeful. Stanislaus County voters usually support farmland preservation. In the past, Modesto Mayor Garrett Marsh initiated similar measures. They're drawing that line in the sand, and they don't want anybody to cross it. I get that. But he says now the city needs to think about its future, expand its tax base, and plan for business parks and ag industry. Modesto could gain at least 100,000 residents in the next 40 years. We already know that we can fit all those extra people in our current footprint. By increasing housing density. But it doesn't leave us anywhere to put the jobs for those people. And Stanislaus County already has an unemployment rate of over 11%. But farmer Jake Winger says this is prime farmland. That's a USDA designation for some of the best ag soil in the world. And, he says, the German Baptists couldn't just relocate an entire religious community like they did in the early 1900s. He wants the city to look elsewhere. I do agree. We can bring in manufacturing jobs. We just don't need to do it in the best farmland and one of the oldest communities in this area. Farmer Gordon Heinrich takes me to an orchard where a mechanical shaker grabs tree trunks, rattling them so hard it looks like it's raining almonds. We pronounce them almonds. And here's one theory. There is kind of an old uh, farm story, it's a joke, uh, I guess, and, and that is when we shake them off the tree, we knock the L out of it. And so that brings it to uh, almonds. <laughs> and this land use fight has shaken quiet, private wood colony. When the idea of annexation first came along, it really uh, awoke a sleeping giant, so to speak, out here. Take the Wood Colony Country Fair. Residents would rather keep to themselves, but they held this event, inviting outsiders in to celebrate rural living and get political support. While families take horse-drawn buggy rides past almond and walnut orchards, Claudia Bowser agrees to talk to me for this story, even though she doesn't even own a radio. There's families here. There's roots here. We don't need cement and buildings and lifeless things. She says once you take away prime farmland, you can't replace it. The Lord knows already what the answer is. I just pray it will just stay this good old countryside. It will if people across the region continue to see agriculture as their identity and vote as they have in the past. 
that's it for this episode of California Foodways. This story was reported and produced by me, Lisa Morehouse. It originally aired on KQED's California Report magazine. We receive support from FERN, the Food and Environment Reporting Network, and from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. You can learn more at calhum.org. Follow CA Foodways on social media and visit our website, californiafoodways.com.